Welcome to the Footy Museum, the Footy Museum uh, podcast, coming to you from Chicagoland, home of the undefeated <laughs> Chicago Fire against St. Louis City. <laughs> so, two games against our new rivals in one week, one in the Open Cup, one in regular season action. Both games um, just poetry in motion, highest level <laughs> Soccer. Never just seen football not, played at such a high level. It was before. like I don't know if it's almost like if you asked Michelangelo to paint <laughs> a game of soccer. No, they were not pretty. The second game was prettier than the Open Cup game, but they didn't give up a lead, and they won two in a row under the new coach, new old coach Frank Klopas, his third round at coaching the fire after the team parted ways with Ezra Hendrickson. So new old manager bounce, new old manager bounce. And I'm enjoying it until it stops next week. <laughs> <laughs> how high will the bounce be? How are, um, how are leads doing? Leads are doing great in that they're, they didn't lose this weekend. Hey, they're and on top they, of the bottom three. They're on top of the bottom three. There's a path forward. It's uh, it's somewhat of a new manager, um, like <laughs> like Big Sam. <laughs> I can't believe. Like, it. is it a bounce? <laughs> is it just not a free fall? I think it might just be not a free fall. I do have to say, um, since bringing, um, I always screwed up. Is it? Aerodice? Allardyce. Allardyce. Sorry. Since bringing in Sam Allardyce from his um, duck fat filled cryogenic chamber to come back to the Premier League. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> he, uh, they've looked better. They've, they've tightened up maybe just kind of very simple defensive football is <laughs> what they need to be doing right now. I think just teaching them the word defense has helped a lot. Yeah. Except for that this weekend. Maybe next week they'll work on the word the, penalty kick. The two goals were scored by fullbacks this hey. weekend. So uh, defense, question mark? Hey, same with the fire. <laughs> Raphael Shehos. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a wild ride the last few weeks. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And, you know, the last couple of weeks we have been um, pretty busy and we've kind of fallen off our fallen off kind of our discipline in, in talking about different designs and things, which is fine. It happens times time to time in a weekly podcast. But in honor of Leeds <laughs> and in honor of them potentially being back in the championship next year, we thought we would look at the current, meaning the 2023 season. And the 2024 Leeds United peer group. <laughs> championship teams and identify some of the um, designs in this league that stand out since we'll be watching a lot more of them next year <laughs> just to get ourselves familiar. And there's some familiar faces. There's some yeah. teams that, you know, move back and forth quite a bit, but there's some interesting things in the championship. There's some old school things, some things untouched by time. That's true because they have no money to touch them. <laughs> I heard that on average, a championship team loses a 500,000 uh, pounds uh, a season or a week or some crazy amount like 
like every week. Yeah, because the cost of trying, the cost of trying to put a team together to make it to the uh, Premier League is so expensive, and the revenue for a championship team is so far below that cost. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up here, but. But on average, they're they're running at at losses. It's crazy. Wow, I mean that makes sense. <sighs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's just you know, because everyone everyone wants to be better, and that's mm. great. But also, like, is there anything wrong with just contentment? Sometimes it's a great league. Well, th- this is interesting. I, I did, um, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about it in context of two teams, one, which we've talked about quite a bit, Wrexham. Um, and I think one, a big aspect of what they've done, I think that they've revealed to the, not just England, but the football world that you can have a profitable viable team at a lower level if you build the brand and build the story because then competition is always compelling right so i agree you know there could be i think a team could be profitable in the championship because these are huge in the scheme of all the teams in england these are huge teams right but also the narrative with Wrexham is the goal to be promoted it is the goal to be promoted but i would argue that and and they will over the next few years stumble a little bit. Their goal is to make it to the Premier League, but people would still watch and support them even if they hadn't gotten out of um, non-league football. Think about the popularity of the um, Sunderland Till I Die that was series. A great series. It was, and that team was floundering, and it ended with them floundering. You they, know, yeah. And yet everyone was all of a sudden like, "Oh, let's see what Sunderland's doing," and check that out. Now, if they were organized, they maybe could have translate it to more success like Wrexham did. But I feel like there could, there's an argument that like they are now. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is there. You're right. There's a room maybe for a team and maybe there is a team that's just kind of always contently there. I don't know much about the championship other than that Leeds will be back in it. (laughs) Uh, Only probably. (laughs) So, so when you were looking at your, your future, rivals of mm-hmm. the next season. What are some of the, what are some of the team designs? This can be kit, this can be badge that 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 stood out to you. I was really delighted by like I said the the crests that were untouched by time. But I was also equally delighted by some of the animals that appeared in these crests <laughs> and there are a few standouts. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. Coventry City is a real standout. Also just a great name. Yes. I mean, I know Coventry I know City. it's the name of a place. They didn't have a lot of choice, but it's... Uh... So their, their um, badge is very coat of armsy. Mm-hmm. Um, it has all of the classic coat of arms ele- uh, elements. But um, they had... Uh, uh, they have a unique uh, coat of arms in that they have an elephant and you don't see that a lot i don't think um but one of my favorite designs from this club is their attempt in 2011 at a minimalist version of their coat of arms in which the elephant that appears as a small 
um, charge in the middle of their coat of arms is now like the main feature. And it's just sitting atop a football. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of looks like a circus elephant on like a... It does. Unlike uh, a little volleyball. And there's no text or date or anything. It's no, very nice. It's, it's, it's nice. It's minimal. It only lasted a year. Uh, but I, I love that it just looks like a circus elephant. And on its back is like a broken menorah with only three prongs. Is that supposed to be a simplified it's, version of the castle I think it's towers? The simplified version of the castle towers that appear in the, the more ornate um, coat of arms version of this badge. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's very, I do like that simplified. The other ones are a little not great, except for the original 1922 to 24, the original... which is a similar, but it has a wonderful addition, which if they added that to the 2011, 12, I think they'd have the perfect crest. And that's just kind of a salty bobcat on the top <laughs> of yeah. the crest. Yeah. Uh, it, like, and the crest of that, at least how I'm seeing it here was green and red and just a black and white bobcat up there. Uh-huh. Um, Most likely taken from the coat of arms of this of Coventry City. What did you find out what Camera Principis stands for? No, but we can look that up. So under their original uh, badge, it says Camera Principis. So that must be like a film camera. Yeah, like the original. They, they the had those back then. Yeah, or, the, or, or a camera obscura. I guess at that point. So. It, this is a heraldic motto, meaning the prince's chamber. <laughs> and it is specific, specifically listed as used by Coventry. Uh, the prince's chamber. The prince's chamber. So I guess that's what's on the elephant's back, is the prince's chamber. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, I, de I definitely enjoy the 2011-2012 Coventry City Circus badge. elephant. I'm surprised. I feel like that would really work. Wow, I'm sorry. Was it just fan reaction? It was too different. Oh, gosh. I can only imagine that it's... It's so much better than the other one. Let's see. Yeah, they're back to the old school uh, coat of arms. So I imagine that that's a fan reaction. <sighs> that's, that's tough. It's too bad. It's just people so afraid of change. Oh, well, Any, anything else? Sam? Yes. Okay, so, so we're on the animal themes still? We're still in the animal themes. Um, this delightful uh, group of badges that actually changed much more over the course of time is from Huddersfield Town. Mm -hmm. Huddersfieldton. Huddersfieldton. Uh, <laughs> and um, I'm particularly fond of, and the full coat of arms uh once again very like traditional ornate <laughs> lots of charges and symbols supporters all these things but the crest of the coat of arms is a terrier <laughs> and um this terrier features in is such a happy little guy and he features prominently across uh other versions of the badge and i really like the 1977-1980 which is this very italian looking um, circle badge with like the blue and white stripes from the kits in the center. And then just this little cartoon doggy playing with oh, a soccer ball. Not playing. John Tilly has one paw resting on the soccer ball and is looking out of the badge. I think that a close second is the 69 to 71 where it's just a red, all red, 
more squat, like a little mm-hmm. more feral. It looks more like terrier. a, it it looks more like a bulldog or something. But like one that's been living on the streets for a while. Mm-hmm. I like that one is, uh, and it just says the terriers. I this to me the seventy seven to eighty one looks like it should be a part of like Lady and the Tramp by Disney. Like that's where this dog came from, and he's <laughs> the best. <laughs> and uh, it's my new favorite team. <laughs> But I saved the best for last here. Okay. Um, fan. I'm definitely a fan of both both of these so far. <laughs> so now we're on to Watford. I've never I've never looked at Watford's old crests. Uh-huh. And Watford's a bit Their all over the place. Their current crest is also crazy. So credit to them. Their current crest. So they have two types of mascots. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is a deer mm-hmm. and one of them is a deer. Hornet. The deer is their current. The deer is their current, their which current badge, yeah. uh, American viewers might think of it more as a moose, but I did look up British deer mm-hmm. and they do look weird like a moose. Yeah. It they, does. It looks like a, a bullwinkle. Fun fact. They actually went extinct for a while in Great Britain, but then they were reintroduced. Meested? By... No. Moose. The deer, the specific type of deer. Oh, deer. That's right. They're deer. I got you. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> English deer, also known uh, as moose. Okay. Okay. Anyways, but they were reintroduced by Scandinavians. So that's your fun oh, fact of the day. That's great. Um, for hunting so that they could be killed again. Um, anyways, so they have deer and hornets. But what I want to draw your attention to is the... They have quite a few great old ones. Yeah, I really like this one from 68 to 72, which is just a really nice drawing. It's a circular badge Mm -hmm. in um, gold. And it's this really nice minimalist drawing of a hornet in red. And then WFC in very hand-drawn letters. Uh, And then they have... I do like all the old ones that have that that touch of of like a handmade quality to it. Yeah, just like... Some cool hand drawn or like letterpress or something. So, or... do you know why they developed two mascots and such different ones as well? Um, I think the the deer was taken from the coat of arms of the town, and that but their nickname was the Hornets, mm. um, kind of like Juventus, and it's like bull zebra thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they took the Hornet to a new level in '74. <laughs> And listeners, please, please go to our website and look up this image because this is totally worth it. There's no explanation for this really and no explanation for why it lasted so long. But picture a child's drawing in MS Paint of what a child... It, it, you know, it, it looks like Olaf from uh, Frozen. It, well, it looks like if Olaf drew a picture of himself. Yes, but as a hornet. Yeah. So this little, like, guy is an anthropomorphized, like, hornet guy, and he's got, like, his two little arms reach in different directions. He's got a, like, carrot nose in black, his pointy carrot nose. Uh, his eyeballs, like, they're... This is a detail of the design, but, like, his the line for his head shape goes behind the eyeball and isn't like do you see this it like is an intersecting line so they didn't even erase that part yeah behind his eyeball I, i'm feeling like rulers and uh 
circle stencils were used widely in this development of yeah. this. I really and like a deadline was pressing. I feel like I really like his cleats. He's wearing cleats. They look like little rocket ships. They have wings of their own. Uh huh. His his cleats have wings, and he has the frowniest little face, like the frown emoji. He, Why is he so mad? He looks like a mascot for an electricity company because it looks like he's about to be or just was electrocuted. Yeah. And if you showed me that and say, guess which championship some, you know, recent Premier League football club had this as their badge at one point, I would never for get half, to Watford. For half a decade. I would never get to Watford. I mean, but credit to them, they stick with the weird because their deer crest is also very bizarre. And it's like a hunting lodge deer head. Um, and and red, yellow, and black is just mm-hmm. such a tough, I think it's a tough color scheme. Like, mm-hmm. it's good for emergency signage. <laughs> Maybe, that, I don't know, but they have a really aggressive feel. But this, this deer moose also looks like super tired and it looks so sad and its eyes look a little bit too human-like <laughs> if the if the hornet's eyes look a little bit too pencil sketch these are just like a little bit too real see i i feel like watford and wolverhampton are actually like um secret societies oh. their crests look more like uh, weird symbols that will get you into a freemason lodge anyway now we know how to get in so <laughs> I, I completely by coincidence uh, focused on another championship team that is animal centric. Um, and it is a team who actually counts Leeds as their primary rival. Well, this will be fun. Um, and that's Hull City. And I think a lot of our listeners would know Hull City has a Bengal tiger um, as their mascot on their logo. And what I love about it, it's the most... American karate dojo looking yeah. um, a football crest in the world because it is uh, currently it is a it looks like a wet Bengal tiger only because all the fur and ears, everything are kind of down, like seem like they've been matted down. Um, it It's done in a hand drawn, but I would say like 1940s tattoo style a drawing and it's on a um what's described as amber but it's you know tiger orange um shield with the head and it looks like and with the name like hall city like these are the bad these are the bad guys in the karate movie like this was like this is like cobra kai's um you know natural partners hold on hold on hold on because cobra kai did nothing wrong that oh, other, that karate kid oh, caused all gosh. those problems. Okay, he Netflix. was never attached, I, attacked first. So anyway, Hull City <laughs> is sweeping the leg for sure. Um, and I've always like, I'm all, I've actually, I've always been partial to tiger based artworks. And I, I was curious about it. Be, one, it does really look American. Uh-huh, it, it looks does. very American to me. Uh, the name of it, the color scheme. This looks like it could be any one of a, a number of American high school I am sure that there is a cheap American high school somewhere that just stole the tiger from Hull City's badge and yeah. currently has it on their helmets and gear. <laughs> um, but I was looking through their evolution and they have some very interesting 
versions as well. Um, I'll kind of go back from the present. So it hasn't been that different since 2001. 2001 to 2014, which included their first ever appearance in the top flight. It's basically the same as you see today, except the shield, which now has kind of a rounded top, is flat. And it says Hull City AFC instead of Hull City. And then there is a, a banner across the front that says the Tigers. And the color is slightly different. But otherwise, it's pretty much the same. But just a year prior, 99 to 2001. Wow. Again, a shield. There is a bridge, uh, which I'm guessing is hallmark of, of the area. Uh, three crowns over the bridge. And that's across the top fourth of the shield. And then imagine this, the bottom of the shield is orange. And then they decided not to define the shape of the tiger's head, but just to put the um, stripes, teeth, and eyes floating on that orange field. And the effect is it looks like an obese vampire <laughs> with lamb chops <laughs> screaming out because it's a frontal view as well. It looks like doesn't look like a person, like yeah, like a vampy lamb chop. Very, 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 um, very, 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 very person-like. And it only lasted two years because it's How did it last horrible. so long? Um, I think just because the cost of maybe reprinting. Oh. Uh, 98 was their most karate-esque. It's like a screaming, tilted, frontal tiger coming at you. And then you have some variations on what we have now. In 75, they dropped the tiger altogether. Um, it just went with... Uh, the initials of the club, but it's, but in, it's Hull City Athletic Football Club. So it's HCAFC. It's a lot. It's like a Kafka. It also <laughs> looks like it's in that one font. What's it called? Um, papyrus. It is. It, it is in it's papyrus, papyrus font. <laughs> but probably... Because it's, a, it's an exotic font for an exotic animal mascot. But probably my favorite is the 19... Uh, Take your pick, 47 or you know 57 to 75, where it is just the Bengal tiger in a shield from 47 to 57. But here, it looks like... I, I was trying to... like the, the drawing of the tiger was cleared by someone who's never seen a tiger. Um, and it looks like a knockoff Warner Brothers cartoon. I don't even know. It's So it's very elongated. It's very skinny and has much more of a dog's head than I would say a yeah. tiger's head, but then huge mustachio whiskers. And it's all the color of the badge, except for the teeth and tongue are separate. It stands out and it looks like a prison tattoo. You know I what? Think. I like this one. Yeah. I like it. I like that it has that weird um, thing that happens in European art where you're like, had they ever seen a baby before? No, and I don't think or they, they had. ever seen a lion or a tiger someone described a tiger to this person they're like it's it's like a dog with stripes but it has cat <laughs> but it, whiskers it's a cat, but <laughs> so what's interesting i was curious about why the tigers and actually when the when the um when the team was founded they their badge was just uh, three crowns um stacked on top of each other and the site we're looking at lists that till 47, but actually the, it was only their badge until 37. And for 10 years, they did not have a badge oh. on their kits. And it wasn't until 1947, that's when they brought in uh, the Bengal Tiger. 
And they were nicknamed the Tigers because of the colors of their kits were that amber, which mm-hmm. they always describe it, but like that orange and black. But then in, um, I believe in the 90s, in 1975, excuse me, in 1975, the Tigers head was granted as a heraldic badge by the College of Arms to the English Football League for use by Hull City. Ah, the yeah. Earl but then, Marshall. I, but then a year later, they changed to just the initials. So I don't understand. <laughs> but they went back. But it is a a designated official heraldic in the, badge in now. the High Court of Chivalry. They approved it. <laughs> um, and researching how there's also a lot of discussion how some of their kits ranked as some of the ugliest in the history of the beautiful game, and we were curious just before recording, so we decided to look. Um, and, you know, there were some ugly on par or unusual on par with any club. But then we got to the um, both the 93-94, but especially the 94-95 home kit. And I would describe it as, um, so it is an all-over pattern, which was popular back then, of a abstracted tiger pattern so it's it's almost like tiger print melding into each other think like 70s um rug or something like that i think i mean this looks like it came straight out of like bruno mars's closet (laughs) this looks like the women's blouse section at every salvation army you've ever gone to the pattern is wild it's so good (laughs) and then and it's a collared shirt so you have that with a black trim on the sleeves and the collar. But then what makes it even crazier is their sponsor for that season was Needler's Sweets. And Needler's Sweets has a gigantic logo in the center it. of it that's on a huge black uh, rectangle. Needler's uh, written in cursive at an angle, sweets underneath. And then it's on what I imagine is a crooked candy wrapper, maybe? edge of a candy wrapper like yeah you know who but would the wear jagged this? edge of that candy wrapper with that organic pattern it's just insane it's insane the big lebowski would love this shirt oh, i feel like kids today would love this shirt because it's so clashy it's all it's over great. the place it's great and you know since it was 94 95 it was very oversized mm-hmm. um, at this point they were in division two which at that point was the third um tier in english football anyway hull city you know um I'm looking forward to seeing them take on Leeds this year. I just love that our American karate friends in the championship are still around. Yeah, it's it's going to be so much fun to to for Leeds to go and meet up with their old pals <laughs> and and see some old friends and some old rivals out on that pitch. And then fun, you know, if they maybe they make a um they make a run in the uh, League's Cup and what's it called? Sorry, the FA, the FA Cup. Cup. Sorry between leagues that's the league's cup is the liga emeki mls tournament coming up this summer maybe they make a run fa cup and they meet some of their own their their new friends from the premier league everyone's (laughs) friends and everything's awesome so uh because we're talking about kits and because we're talking about tigers i wanted to point out to this um current kit by swansea and it is that's their current kit right 22 23 bradley swansea city it 
this is what I refer to in my mind. <laughs> you just totally ignored me. Yeah, I'm going to ignore that question. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Bob Bradley, the first, the first U.S. coach ever, American coach to coach in the Premier League, Bob Bradley of Chicago Fire fame, the first championship coach of the Fire. He went on to um, coach the U.S. national teams. He was the first coach of LAFC. He's currently up Toronto, a U.S. legend. He went to Swansea and was... Um, their coach for like five minutes. And the the funniest thing about it is he's very grumpy, like, and clearly he was going to coach his first game and someone was like, hey, Bob, you know, a lot of the coaches have stylists because, you know, millions of people watch this game. He's like, no, I'm fine. And there's a few of them first, I don't remember if it was the first game or second, wearing like the worst grandpa turtleneck, like looking so frumpy. Um, and it just played into every stereotype of how stupid Americans were. It was great. He did not last long. Anyway, carry on. Was it because of his turtleneck or is it because of his attitude? Or is it he because just they lost? couldn't win over the locker room. Everyone called him Ronald Reagan. Um, you eat a lot of I jelly beans. Say, yeah. And um, kind of a lot of funding. He for destroyed arts. <laughs> you know, public schools and funding for the arts. Um, and I, you know, and to be honest, I don't know that he, he was ready for it. Um, plus the extra scrutiny. So uh, anyway, yeah, but I can't believe, because that kit we're looking at now, because we are talking about Swansea's current kit, looks very dated to me. It does. I call this the Tony the Tiger kit. Because <laughs> is, imagine you just put on... Is that because it's awesome? You mean great? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he Have says awesome. Have you ever seen a cereal commercial? <laughs> um, it looks like somebody skinned Tony the Tiger and then turned it but into But changed a, his stripes to blue. I like it. I like it. What's yeah. I can't see what the sponsor is from here. Swansea University. Oh. Uh, Riffy School Abertway. Okay. I don't know what that means or no. how to say that. No, I think you did it perfectly. I think that <laughs> I felt like I was in old England. Well, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, learn about new teams, um, catch new, catch new games. We get to watch them a couple years uh, play Wrexham, you know. Uh huh. We'll hear a lot about it on Men in Blazers because Everton will probably be down there. Yeah, with them. Everton's so going to be right there's there. Gonna with be, them. This is going to be a banner year for the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've heard that FIFA is going to allow one MLS MLS team to play in the championship. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think would do the best? You don't really know the league that well, but from what you've seen. From what I've seen. Hmm. Mm. Who would do the best in the championship? From MLS. From yeah. MLS. Who could potentially go up? Probably LAFC because Probably. they're the best. Yeah. I don't know if they could handle the stuff. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Who knows? The correct answer is always is Chicago Fire. No, they, sure. no, they, <laughs> they would, would They would be non-league. to league <laughs> one. No, they would be non-league. Oh, my gosh. All right, so... Maria, what are you looking forward to? Wait, hold on. Oh, there's more. I have one more thing that Ooh, I, I wanted to, to bring up. Because last week, remember when we talked about how the perfect um, kit would just be a ringer tee? Well, I found I think, it. I think one of us said that. Yeah. It's <laughs> Bristol City. And their kit's just a butter yellow oh, ringer tee wow. with green bands on the arms and, and neck. just silk screen. No, oh, no it's embroidery. It's gorgeous. 
And I, I love that it. the photo you're showing me has a total bro with like his chain necklace hanging uh-huh. out over He's it. got his chain and he's just like slouching. And they are sponsored by Hubu. Hubu. The hoobiest booze. Hubu, you think you are. <laughs> Bristol City. Oh, yeah, that is bad. I is like that it. their act? No, that's their third kit, though. So that's like more of just for selling. But aren't the third kits supposed to be the nice ones? Well, but maybe. See, their other kits look like normal. Look at this one. This one's their keeper kit, and it's pretty cool. I would say it it's looks inspired like by abstract a, expressionism. I would say it looks like a carpet at a roller rink. It, it looks like a lot of backdrops from my um, middle school and high school photo shoots, um, school pictures. Wow, they give you colors? That's cool. Well, you could pick, but they actually had to pull it down. They actually had to hand paint it behind it's, you. It's it's like a black background with neon feathers. Did you yeah. ever have the uh, t-shirts that reacted to heat? No. You didn't have that? that well, was, I think that, that those were around, pre- but I did not buy those. Okay. Because I was wise. Well, you were probably so young, you didn't buy anything. I was swimming in cash. You just... just <laughs> I got... This I got, is toddler with $100 <laughs> bills in their mouth. What do they want? No, I I did... I got my allowance through doing chores. And um, it was all in quarters. So I had just stacks of quarters. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I paid for everything in quarters. Wow. My parents would come to me for change. We would just dig through trash cans to get uh, uh, recyclables. Because in Michigan, you got money yeah. for them. And it was the same amount back then as it is now. So back then it was actually. Wow. I think I've mentioned that before. I don't think so. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> so in a competition between Hull Cities all over Tiger Print. And, and the Ringer T from Bristol the, City. Yeah, who or would th- win? I would say the all over. I'm actually going to try to find this. This um, I'm going to hunt down. That's nice. If not that, just a shirt. Of Needler Sweets. You know, you can just you can just go to the women's section at Salvation Army and you can find that there. I would be if you went to Salvation (laughs) Army in Chicago and found a ninety four ninety five. No, I mean you can find that print. Oh yeah, you can find that. I'm not gonna make my own ninety four (laughs) ninety five whole city. (laughs) All right, so what are you looking forward to this week, Maria? Excellent. I can't remember if our next game is against um, West Ham or if it's against... It's against West Ham. So I'm looking forward to beating West Ham. You're going to wait? How many years are you going to have to wait? What? No, we're going to (laughs) win. I think you might. I think Leeds might win because... um, Hey, they tied Newcastle, which is no... That was no small thing. No joke. I mean, that that is a win. And... West Ham is all over the place. So, yeah, that is... Uh, no, West Ham next Sunday. So, um, the day before my anniversary. Oh, well, Leeds can win in honor of you and Olivia's oh, anniversary. I think Olivia and I would like nothing better than... <laughs> I'm sure she's like, what? What's a Leeds? Um, I'm looking forward... There, this The uh, fire entering a busy schedule. They have a game Wednesday and next week. So Wow. Let's hope that the uh, continue that streak. The bounce continues. Yeah, um, and it's always exciting. Although I feel the excitement of the end of the English Premier League season is kind of dying out with Arsenal losing today. Oh, that was so sad. It's kind of over, um, and and the battle for the bottom is kind of solidifying too. Unfortunately, Leeds is still 
mm-hmm. really caught up in it. But I feel like Everton and Leeds are going to be fighting it out for that yeah. third spot. Um, so, whew. Woo. but it's good. And then I'm looking forward to um, in a couple of weeks and just not being so busy and, and getting on with the footy museum. Yeah. will be good because it's been really busy. Yeah. You've been too busy, 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 busy. So, all right. Oh, uh, one more thing. Yeah. Watched the women's FA Cup final today. Oh, yeah. Between Man United and Chelsea. Yeah. It was very exciting. It set records for attendance. Absolutely. It was great. Who won? Chelsea. Yeah. Well, I guess between those two, you would pick that one. I would What pick was it. the attendance? It was over 77,000. See? Yeah. The uh, women's game in Europe has just exploded. Yeah. It's worrisome for the U.S. national team. Uh-huh. Um, because I think there's that, the, you, you get comfortable being like the best, you uh-huh. know, and then a lot of them play in NWSL, which is a problematic league, I would say, in some ways. Um, it's growing. There's some great players in it, but it's not at the level. I mean, when you are Chelsea or Manchester City, think of the resources. You have so many resources. Automatically have. Yeah. And then the the uh, fan bases have just completely carried over mm-hmm. that yeah. And it's not just in England, you know, it's all over Europe. Um, so it's great for football. I do worry about the uh, this upcoming World Cup. We have a World Cup again, yeah. which is awesome. I'm that's lo- awesome. looking forward to that. That's coming yeah. up fast. I, I got to say, though, watching that FA Cup final, I know it's like the top teams like playing. And so it was like a really high quality game. But that compared to the Red Stars versus <laughs> Racing Louisville, it was like... Oh my goodness! I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna bring up the Red Stars. Uh, I think we texted week. I said they're struggling, and and you said the Red Stars are not in good football form. <laughs> the it's just like da da da. It's just uh, in yeah, it's I, bad. Maybe it's maybe it's the Seat Geek Park is just cursed. I don't know. Well, they were playing in uh, well, Louisville, Louisville is definitely next cursed. to that highway and. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, they their season just started. They have time to turn around. Yeah. But that's hard to compare to the you know FA Cup final. Yeah, it's hard to compare. World like it just felt like a completely different game. Also, I know I don't like to get distracted by the advertisements, but when you watch something and they show you an advertisement, they're showing you who they think this thing is for, and the NWSL sideline advertisements were for like blenders. And fizzy coffee and fertility treatments. And so the, they knew I was watching. <laughs> and I'm like, where's my airline? Where's my like online bedding? Where's my DeWalt drills? <laughs> this is why men don't tune in. <laughs> Just because of the ads? Just because of the ads. <laughs> oh, I think men watch those games. I don't know. I think especially like a team like Chelsea, whose men's team suck, they must be all over. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. They had the good ads. Oh. The Premier League had the good ads. Oh. NWSL had the blenders. It's the NWSL that had the bad. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's bad. Although I am interested in this fizzy coffee. <laughs> well, well it's weird it because um, MLS doesn't really have ads now. That's all on Apple. All their ads are Apple related or MLS related. Just for themselves. They're just stuck in a hall of mirrors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But how are you, if you were watching on Apple, you already have Apple. But Apple knows you can always have more Apple. Whoa. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this podcast has gone too long. <clears throat> we'll be back next week. Um, so until then, check us out on our website, thefootymuseum.com. Um, we'll be gearing up later this year. Lots coming. And please subscribe to this podcast. And we will hopefully start bringing guests back in shortly. So that's it. Bye, Maria. Bye, Justin. Can I interest you in some fizzy coffee? You have some? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs>